It's Saturday morning and it's 8 o'clock. You know what that means. It's time for the Cummins Real Estate Group Show with Michelle 1L Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. How are you doing, Michelle? Hello. Very good. Thank you so much, Curtis. You're, you're How are you doing? energetic this morning. It's February 1st. Can you believe it? Uh, January's just gone by like that. It has. And, uh, you know, that means tomorrow's Groundhog Day. Blink and it's gone. Groundhog Day. That's my sister-in-law's birthday. Oh. Yes. That's how I remember. <laughs> you know. And a great Bill Murray movie. Such a good movie. Oh, his, with Andy McDowell. Mm-hmm. In fact, the, Richard and I are watching that tonight. One it's a my, tradition. One of my favorite scenes that whole movie, and it's such a silly little one-off scene, is him driving with the groundhog. Don't drive angry. Don't drive angry. <laughs> just there's something about the visual of Bill Murray with the groundhog at the wheel saying, don't drive angry, makes me laugh. <laughs> and when he punches the guy in the street, you know, eventually. When <laughs> and any time you could laugh is a good thing. Exactly. And it never gets boring, even though he's going through the same day over yeah. and over. Well, because there's always those little differences, right? As he yeah. starts to clue in what's going on and, you know, when he's got everything on the menu in front of him for breakfast. and <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, what's that one? Planes, trains, and automobiles. Like, you can never get sick of that watching it during Thanksgiving either. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't think you can get sick of anything John Candy ever did. But that's, you know, maybe that's the Canadian in me. I don't know. It is true. Can't get rid of that. And can't stop liking that Canadian personality. That's right. And John Candy was such—he was good in everything. I mean, he was such a—he, you know, it didn't matter if it was a small thing like in, in Home Alone, or uh, if he was doing stuff like, uh, you know, like Uncle Buck or Great Outdoors, or whatever. John Candy was always great. We were talking about your son and how he's acting and he's—he's he's mm-hmm. taking lessons and he's loving it and about the movies he's been watching and how much he loves all that. And we were talking about Bill Gibson and... Yeah, Lethal Weapon 5 apparently is a thing. Yeah. (laughs) Who would have thunk? They really are too old for this now. (laughs) Yeah, they're probably going to use that to their advantage. I think it'll be quite interesting. I think so. Well, anytime Danny Glover says his famous line now, it's going to be very believable. (laughs) I love the one, uh, What Women Want. That Mel did? Well, you know what? What I liked about that was how much of a curse it was, because I think it would be. (laughs) (laughs) To be able to hear what every woman in the room wants and stuff, I think that would be, uh, you know, any benefits would be largely outweighed by the drawbacks, I think. Pretty good. Although there's times where I really would like to be able to read my wife's mind. (laughs) You got to take that special something. Try to figure out what I've done. Be careful what you wish. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, our um, you know our our kind of uh, giveaway we were doing on the podcast. (laughs) Yes, for our podcast for reviews, right? Yes. (laughs) Well, we did get words. We got from some reviews with words. Excellent. It was great. And uh, yeah, Jamie Moy did one. She said she was going to. There we go. So she's going to be in the in the hat. So we're going to do a draw for that $50 gift of gift your choice. All right. So we have putting, a few. Are we putting Jamie in the draw? There's a few. Why not? She she did. She left a review. Right. It's only fair. I guess so. Right? She used her words. She did. <laughs> okay. So there's only a few. So let's see. Here, Curtis, you pick. All right. That one. Oh, you had to pick that one. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay, whoever you are, you're going to have to reach out to us because I, I can't really pronounce this name. So how about I just spell it out for sure. you? Sure. I'm a little concerned here. Y-F-Y-G-U-G-U-G-4565. <laughs> if you're out there somewhere. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's quite the code, uh, the name. or 
Now, I don't want to make fun of it, because what if that is somebody's real name? It's true. You know, but uh, it's it's different. I don't know how to pronounce Curtis, that Curtis, stop either. laughing. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> I'm laughing with them, not at them. Uh, well, if you were to pronounce that, you I think you just shorten it to 4565. Should we like pick again or should we wait to see if... No, no I, I got to know. It could be somebody's name. I got to know what this is all about. Now. Okay. I, I, I got to find out if this is in fact somebody's, uh, you know, uh, code or online or something like that. You're going to find out their name's like Steve. <laughs> something like something that. simple. Yeah. Joe Smith. Joe, yeah. <laughs> but online, they're YFSY4565. Well, I sure hope they reach out because it would be really interesting to know who that is. There we go. Well, can we respond back to that on the is that on on Apple there and say, "Hey, who are you? You've won." Can we you reply back? What? I don't think so, but I'll look into that. Okay, we'll see yeah. what we can do there. There yeah. must be some way of communicating with them. Yeah, and I'll do a blast out or something. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, very cool. Uh, and, and it is cool having that, that. That I love the fact that people can get the content anytime they want now. Yes, and they can write, of course, and. Ask questions. Mm-hmm. I'd love to answer. In fact, we had another question that we'll talk about again later on. But um, questions or two, we've decided this year, just so everyone knows, to have to do our guests maybe once a month. And I'd really like to hear which guests you would like to hear or, you know, on the show. So, uh, yeah, reach out. And if you have any ideas for, for guests, uh, you know, let us know. Yeah, because we've had some great guests in over the yeah. years, uh, over the years, a year and a half. Uh, <laughs> it seems like years already with me, Curtis. Uh, I'm going to take <laughs> the fifth on that one. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, but just, uh, it, it, yeah, some of it's been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we've learned a lot. And, uh, you know, now we're, you know, trying to be a little more, I guess, uh, you know, a little more less structured we have a little more fun like we've been talking about movies today <laughs> but uh we still get the information out there about real estate and everything like that but we like sprinkled to, in between yeah we'd like to have some fun we're having a little more fun this year is what we decide to do but at the same time we do like to bring the guests in uh yeah. we know that jamie is a favorite because jamie brings in a lot of very um um uh you know uh in the minute info about mortgage rates and things like that. So I know that people definitely have an interest in stuff like that. But yeah, I'm sure there's uh, other guests that people would want to have on or people that maybe we haven't thought to have on. Exactly. So love to find out. Uh, All of our episodes, of course, are down there for the last year and a half. And yeah, you know what? I was talking last week to one of my clients who was having uh, possession of 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 her new place in Abbotsford here. And I was asking her how, like how many times somehow it came up about her moving 23 times 23 times 23 and my mouth dropped my eyes widened and i was like what well my first reaction there is and and i'm not being i'm not trying to be facetious here because that's a big word uh how old is this person i you know without getting into are are, are they you know middle-aged are they young like wait a middle like middle-aged okay so that's a lot of moving then yeah i mean if you said they were 80 i'm going okay it's still a lot of moving but (laughs) it's a little more understandable it's true because you know the united states uh census bureau the average person according to them moves 11.7 times in their lifetime so like how many times have you moved curtis uh, one, two, uh, three, <laughs> four, five, I believe six times total if I, my math is right. Yeah, could you, where were you born again? I was born in, in, in <clears throat> I'm an East fanboy. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, for my first year, I was born in St. Paul's Hospital and I, uh, my first year and a half or so I was an East fan. Uh, and then we moved to Richmond. I grew up in Richmond. Yeah. 
That's then we uh, moved to Prince. Well, we moved to me and my wife moved to an apartment. When we got married. I lived there for a week before I moved up to my new job in Prince George that I got the day before we got married. So that's like four times? Uh, so then I was up to north, and then I uh, lived with my cousin up there for a while. Then we got our own place, um, and then we got another place up there, which we bought. And then we moved down here and bought the place here. Wow. What about you? Yeah, you and traveled. you're only middle-aged. I'm hoping. <laughs> uh, I was born in Mission Viejo Hospital, so we had a house there. I don't really remember that house too much. And where is that? Orange County. That's right in Orange California. County. Okay. Yeah, I was right going to say that's right County. in Orange County. All right. Mishpio. And then Lake Forest, we moved to when I was like eight. And I was there until 13 when we moved to Bend, Oregon. Then I moved to Springfield, which is right next to Eugene. And then I moved into Eugene, went to college there. Then I moved to Montana for a few years where my family had moved to. And then I moved to Washington or, or Portland, Oregon, actually, worked at the hospital there. And then I moved into my mom's best friend's house in Arlington, Washington. Then I told Richard the day I said he's in charge of getting our our place, right? So I said I just want a, a cottage with a weeping willow tree, and he found me a cottage with weeping willow tree, but also a job because I was transferring. I was a certified nurse's assistant, so I was transferring to Linden, so right across the border. Okay. But he found us a place, a seven acre place on two forty eighth in Aldergrove. So it was like the most perfect place. It had horses even, and I didn't ask for that. <laughs> and and the job was breeding, uh, it was a breeding farm, uh, Swedish Warmbloods. Uh, it ha- we had an Olympic stud, and uh, they needed a manage- manager to manage the breeding farm. And they were, e- uh, the owners were were Swedish. I'm trying to get past the phrase Olympic stud, but I'm, I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I'm going to be okay. <laughs> if there's ever a title to aspire to. But uh, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, the day we got married is the day I moved to a new country, which is the day I moved into a new house, art place that he got us, and is the day I started a new job, all on the same day. <laughs> That's so. a, That even beats, I thought it was a lot getting the job in Prince George the day before the wedding. You win. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. And then when they moved a few, four, four, oh, four and a half years later, they retired from their uh, jobs in Saudi Arabia. So they were Swedish, but they were doctors in Saudi Arabia. Okay. They only came over once a year to, to come to their place here in Aldergrove. And they were here for 30 days, and that's the time I got off. And so for four and a half years or so, they came, they retired, they decided to sell it and move to Kelowna. And they said, Michelle, Richard, come. And I'm like, oh, I was acting, you know, acting, and I had to be by Vancouver. I, just, I can't do it. And honestly, that's what got, like, part of that is what got me into real estate mm-hmm. uh, 16, 17 years ago, 16 years ago. So, yeah. So then from there, I moved to Aldergrove, just a little house on a lot, and then Fort Langley for like, I think it was five days. It's a beautiful spot. Yeah. It's I beautiful love spots Langley. in Fort Langley. Love Fort Langley. And then 256th and then Mission. I've lost track then, of what you're at. Have you hit 23 yet? <laughs> I actually haven't even counted. <laughs> no, I'm not at 23 though. Okay. So oh, there's, I'm wondering who like holds the record that I know yeah. of moving the most. And I would love to know how many times Everyone I know has moved. It would be neat to find out the record. Like yeah, how, like, that's... Because if the average person, 11.7, right? So that seems like... Every, the average person also moves like every five or seven years. Like once you, mm-hmm. you know, buy and sell, you know, five years, your term's up. Sometimes that's the time people are thinking about selling. But there's this couple on this podcast that I listen to. 
And it's on the Unveiled Millionaire podcast. It's a mm-hmm. great podcast about real people and how they grow their uh, wealth. And these two computer engineers retired at 31 with 1 million and have since grown their wealth to 1.4 million. How did they do that? They left their jobs, they retired, and they live traveling the world in Airbnbs and hotels. Mm. And they actually make money. At the end of the year, they're like, it's it's like we're making money to travel. It's it's crazy. So they, they're what they're doing, it's pretty amazing. So I think they actually, I don't know them personally, but I think they've moved. They probably have the record. It sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, uh, that brings us pretty much to the end of this segment here. Um, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back. But before we go, uh, if people want to find out about what uh, services you provide with your real estate business, because that's what we're here for, uh, what do they got to do? MichelleCummins.ca. We're back with more right after this. And we are back with segment number two of the Cummins Real Estate Group show with Michelle 1L Cummins and myself, Curtis Pope. And we were talking a bit about, uh, well, we talked about our podcast, how you can find the show as a podcast. And you were talking a bit about your one with your millionaire travelers. So, uh, you know, is there other podcasts that you would uh, recommend for folks? Do you have some favorites? Oh, I do. Uh, Well, well, I like them for, you know, business growth, knowledge, uh, just personal interests, yeah, and there's just some really, really interesting ones on there. Uh, my church is uh, Central Community Church, and they have different churches, so they all put in, like, sound bits, podcasts, and that's really interesting. Uh, the Of course, I listen to the podcasts that I've been in, like Re- Remax Hustle podcast mm-hmm. at Western Canada Remax. And uh, there, there's uh, one a colleague of mine from Edmonton has, uh, the uh, Badass Women in Real Estate. So that's one I listen to. Uh, let's see here. What are my top ones that I've got? Oh, there's a mentor calling me right now. Okay, sorry. I'll, I'll call you back later. <laughs> or my mentee, sorry. Timing is everything. <laughs> it is. Uh, you know, TED Talks is, you know, there's yep. some stuff out there. Um, a good one for for those really wanting to, you know, gain their uh, wealth or just fix their debt in order to get into the real estate market and really grow their wealth is Dave Ramsey. So that's a really good one for for those who are struggling with savings and struggling with affordability and all that. Um, But let's see, I've got, oh, and then there's the real estate ones like, you know, Tom Ferry, the the Tony Robbins podcast. That's a good one. Yeah, so there's a lot. There's so many out there that are really good when you start searching. It's, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Somebody told me about Alan Alda, said you got to download that. Alan Alda has one? Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. (laughs) Yeah, okay. You got to download that one. Uh, Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. Oh, that could be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be good. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, so there's a sound of mine. Very cool. Uh, so there was a question I got last week, and it was about... Well, you uh, get a lot of questions every week, but... I, yeah. <laughs> mostly just going, how do you put up with that Curtis guy every week? And it's the same answer. <laughs> Wine. <laughs> That's the answer. A little bit harder than that, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Let's go straight to the whiskey. So it was about closing costs. So if you buy new construction or and you're not or you're not and you're not a first time home buyer. So there was some questions about, you know, closing costs. So there is five percent GST on new construction for the purchase of it, but if it's under seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars you don't have to pay that property transfer tax that Hmm. we all don't understand why it's still there 
at the rate it's at. So it is at, that is the property transfer tax or PTT is what it's short for. So it's at 1% on the first 200,000 and 2% of the remaining up to, of course, a certain amount. And then it goes higher from there. But let's just talk about your average property in the Fraser Valley. You're looking at 1% on the first 100,000 and 2% on the remaining. So if it's, again, a new construction under 750, they waive that tax, but there is 5% GST. However, you could put that GST into your mortgage. Right. So you can do that. And that's a really good way of getting a 10 year warranty and just getting a really nice home. And there's some really, really good prices for construction new homes out there. So you get that two, five and 10 year warranty with them. Really, really good. So the other thing is, if you're a first time home buyer, of course, I advise that if there's two of you or more going on the title, if you're a first time home buyer or both of you are, if you can get away with just having one of you on the title, save that property transfer tax because that's what new first-time homeowners get is the waiving of that horrible tax. We did that with my with my wife when we bought her second house. She oh, bought the second house. Smart. Oh, very smart. And then eventually you just go and get it transferred to both your exactly. names. Exactly. So some people don't know this mm-hmm. and it's it's really important because it saves you thousands and thousands. Well, that's another reason thousands. why you need a good realtor because a good realtor will tell you that and go and what are you doing? No, only one of you buys it. Do it later. There's you so know. much that we don't know that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And so it, you you need that professional advice from somebody who's guiding and helping you. So Yeah, because that's yeah. something I hadn't even really thought of when we bought the house. The realtor said, um, okay, so the house you owned up north, who bought it? I go, oh, I bought it. was under my name. Uh, because I had, uh, my wife was working, uh, just started a home daycare. So she didn't have a lot of, um, of time in the job or an income and stuff. So the for the mortgage, it went under my name. So we moved down. It was like, okay, well, now you're going to want to put the mortgage under her name. Yes. Home ownership or whatever, the home title, because you'll save that and then transfer later and, and everything else. Saves you a lot of money. It does. And if even if you're thinking, oh, well, you could at least get even a second investment, a condo or something, mm-hmm. too. So if one of you go on your primary residence... Then the other party, the first-time home buyer, can can maybe buy something else that next uh, house will go under one yeah, of my kids' names. Yeah, <laughs> get the <laughs> get it for your future uh, or your child's college. What do you mean? I own the education. house. You own the house on paper, <laughs> but only on paper. So you save thousands and thousands of dollars twice over, not the once, but twice. Mm-hmm. Like it's amazing. So definitely, I say uh, make sure that you get advice, and you, if you can do that, th- then do that. Hey, Curtis, I, out of the blue, what's your favorite joke? My favorite joke? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I have a couple, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that I can tell on the air. That's a whole other story, but... Uh, <laughs> when the chicken crossed the road. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, of course. Lots of classic. That or a knock-knock joke. How about a groundhog joke? Is there a groundhog joke out there? Well, there's the whole movie we talked about earlier, but... It's, uh, it's a joke. Exactly. No. <laughs> Uh, I don't know of any groundhog jokes, but I'm sure there must be something out there. Favorite joke. You know, every time I tell a joke, Richard tells me not to. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I mean, try. I'm at the point now where dad jokes are big in my life and just, you know, like, you know, bad puns and stuff uh-huh. like that, which drive my kids nuts because I'm getting pretty good at it. I just hear stop down the hall from my son all the time. Just, Dad's dad, joke. please no, no more. It's like Richard telling me, oh, once I I was trying to speak a little French on 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 the phone with a client, and Richard was sitting in the driver's seat, and he's just going, waving his hands. He's saying, Michelle, don't, no, don't, don't try. And I'm trying to speak French. 
He's all, don't, Michelle. Like, he was so embarrassed. <laughs> well, you would follow down. I had, I had a French teacher in, in junior high that told me I spoke French, for lack of a better term, like an American. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which I don't think was a serious thing. Just again, but That's again, probably what I was trying to But what I was when, doing. when you're from the States, you know, you did the, like, as a Canadian speaking French as poorly as I was, I was, yeah, I sounded like a, a uh, traveler in Europe somewhere butchering a language. <laughs> Well, you got you try at least, yes. right? It's it's about trying, and that's what's important, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but that's always the classic thing when you go to another country and you think you're like picking up their language or something, and you're not anywhere near. <laughs> the one, oh. well, anyways, I won't go there. <laughs> Let's not go back there. Now I'm now I'm recovering from the fact that I can't speak French either. You probably speak French better than I do. <laughs> yeah, ou alban. You see, you're better than me. I, I, I don't know. I, I shouldn't try. I, all I know is uh, Je m'appelle Curtis. That's about all I remember. Ou Je m'appelle. Oh, what's the one? Oh, and I remember I, I sat in the back of the class and I often heard Ferme la bouche and Ferme la porte. Shut your mouth and shut the door. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> I think it's one of the most beautiful languages. I love that language. I think I might learn it. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. That's your, that's your new task? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you can get that, that Babbel app or whatever that I see advertised. In. Is that like an app? Yeah, where it teaches you to speak another language. Babbel app. It's called Babbel. 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 Yeah, I can do that. You'll okay. learn how to babble another language. That. I'll download, download that uh, yeah, well, this maybe, afternoon. Maybe I'll go learn German because my mom spoke German. Uh, and I, you know, I can understand a tiny bit of it. So if there's one language you would learn, it would be German, you think? No, probably, because the great thing about German, I used to get so, it used to be so funny, because my mom would be talking to my Oma, and I'd be like, why are you yelling at Oma? She's like, I'm not. I just sound angry. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, you're right, you always do. But uh, I know, I I, I do understand a little bit of it from my mom, like when she would speak to my Oma and Oma and stuff, but... I, I, I'm, I'm hard. I, I generally, in any language, I only know the bad words. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I would do Spanish or or you know French. And Spanish I think is also French a beautiful makes language sense for for here, and and it's it is the most beautiful, I think. But mm-hmm. Spanish, because I love Mexican food, and I want to bring an authentic Mexican chain or restaurant in. Up here Please in the valley. Do. I mean, there's Please some do. Langley ones, but I mean, there's really nothing really anywhere else. Yeah, I, I would have no problem Mexican with you doing that. Right? Yeah, yeah, I would have no problem with That's that. I, what love, I, I do. love Mexican food too, but I like, yeah, authentic Mexican so food. So I want the chef to be true, mm-hmm. right? Like, that bring trained them, there. And yes. so, yeah, I, I'm with you because, yeah, when you, when you go to, you know, a, a place here and get a taco, a taco is a taco. If you go down to Mexico, a taco is not a taco, right? Exactly. It's a whole other thing, right? That would be so fun. That's what I want to do. So maybe I'll learn the language so that I can make that dream. Now we're come getting true. close so to the more. end of the show here. I, Oh wait a second! And you were your phone's going off oh, again. Sorry. First it was your oh. mentee, and now it's oh, it's Chip and Joanna Gaines. Oh again? Yes, they want to they want to be on the show. Yeah, again. We, we we yeah don't Are have you time. Sure, because no. they 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 can call no. right now. No, we could just I could put my phone up to the microphone. No, we like oh, they've got like okay. forty seconds. All right, okay. and I, Chip I ain't doing nothing in forty seconds. Maybe maybe next time. If people want to get more information about what you provide uh, with your real estate business, what do they got to do? Uh, they can go to my website at michellecummins.ca. 